Our title today is The Holy Spirit Lives In You. And it got me thinking about things that live in you. Did you just go yuck? Yeah. We got the picture. That picture that's coming. <laughs> that picture up there. <coughs> Steve's smiling because he knows I could have put much worse pictures up than that. <laughs> they might, those ones might not be in you. They look horrible, don't they? Don't they look horrible? Do you know what are they? Do you, what are they? Do you... Gone. That's, that's... What do you say? Fleas. Fleas. Who's got fleas? I don't know. Who's got fleas? <laughs> Every teacher in the room, as soon as somebody says fleas, you just start going like, and preschool people, and it's just like, oh, cool. But... And do remember, it's the cleanest heads in the class that get the fleas, not the dirty ones. Oh, stop it. And I've had my hair cut, but never mind. Ticks. You ever had that thing where there's, there's a broad bean going, growing on your, on your shoulder or something? You realise you've been bitten by a tick. What's the other one? Lice. Lice. Are they nice, lice? No. What they, who knows what they're called? What are all these things called? Bugs? It's a bug's life. Somebody said it out there. They're called parasites. Now, this is only half a picture. The bottom half had tapeworms, hookworms. Goodness knows what else. And I found a picture of a tape. No, you don't want to know. <laughs> it, was, it wasn't pleasant. What's, what does a parasite do? Do you know what a parasite does? Have you heard the word parasite? You lot over there, have you heard the word parasite? You've been called a parasite, no? 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 <laughs> well done, parents. Good. What's a parasite do? Come on. Hang, hang on. That's one of the teenagers. Is that all right? I know you're sitting with the teenagers, but it's fine. What's a parasite do? You don't know, do you? Turn me off. Oh, no. Parasite? Shall we see if Viv will answer for you? Yeah. What does a parasite do, Viv? Well, it's an organism that lives off a host. It's an organism that lives off a host. In fact, next slide. A parasite is an organism that lives on... <laughs> Anybody who thinks she was a doctor or something. Anyway. Or in a host, and here's the next bit, or get, and gets its food from or at the expense of... Ugh. Basically, if animals get parasites or we get parasites, it's it needs treating. Parasite. A parasite doesn't come to give you life, does it? What does a parasite do? It takes life. Could somebody be my 
my mic stand? That's an interesting question. That's the right answer, David. Well done. David just got asked whether he was a parasite. Just, just ask the rest of the department. We'll find out. Right. So what a parasite does... Do you, do you want to come, Esther, as well? Okay, what parasite does? Is it put stuff into you? Right, when, when you're least expecting it, it, all the stuff goes away again. And it... See, it puts put stuff into you, and then suddenly... It, it, where did that go? David, you'd be cool, man. Should I do it again? Do you want me to do that again? Shut the finger up for two minutes, mate. You've got to take it quickly, otherwise you're in trouble. Hey, that went a long way. The other one. The other one. What didn't keep those two, they're covered in my <laughs> Give us those. Ones. I'll give you some clean ones. <laughs> Do you know what the Holy Spirit does when he comes and lives in you? Thanks. Yes, yes, I know. Are you talking about me or. Um, you know what the Holy Spirit does when he comes and lives in you? He breathes into you. Notice I said he. The Holy Spirit is a heat. How fast can I go? You're trying to get balloons in the middle of Amersham around Halloween that aren't covered in stuff you don't want them to be covered in. It's quite difficult. Well, the Holy Spirit does... Hang on, hold up, hold up. Well, the Holy Spirit does is cause he seals us. You know that phrase? He doesn't just fill us. He... Oh, blow. Don't drop it now, Laurie. You any good at this? You need people with little fingers, don't you? Don't drop me down. Don't drop me down. Thank you very much. The Holy Spirit comes and fills us and then he... Seals us. Seals. That means he closes us up so that we don't lose what he's given to us. Now that's going to burst at some point, isn't it? I can see it coming. Now it's on the floor, definitely. So there's a loud bang, don't worry. There you go, if you want, you want to blow, blow another one up so it's fair. Could you blow up? Does Harry want one? Yeah, David, could you blow one up for Harry for me? <laughs> the verse that we've got for today says this. Paul's just gone on a long discussion about various things. And then he comes up to them and goes, Don't you know... So what's going to come next, he thinks, is Christianity 101. 
to use an Americanism. He thinks this is so basic that he can go up to them and go, don't you know? Don't you know that you yourselves, does this mean Tom on his own? Or does it mean Tom with everybody else? Yes. Perfect example of the, it's not either or, it's both. And Paul deliberately says this. At one point he uses the singular, and at the next point he uses the plural. And, somebody, and it's been corrected over history. <laughs> but of course Paul actually means, means it. Because he's saying, you are the temple of the Holy Spirit, and you, I nearly got to, <laughs> you are the temple of the Holy Spirit. I knew balloons would do this, it's fine. Don't you know you yourselves are God's temple? Now who are we? Christians! Who are, well, hallelujah. Well done, well done, that's brilliant. She's doing a good job. <laughs> I guess these two aren't doing a bad job either. That's fine. Well done. But who are we? There's a word I'm looking for. Who are we? We are the. We are the church. The problem is, as soon as we say the church is the temple of the Holy Spirit, what happens? It becomes the building, doesn't it? That's not what Paul means. He means us. Because it's only us that sit in 800-year-old buildings to worship God. Go to Burundi, go to Uganda, go to various places, and you'll be outside under a tree. You know? Go to the church we know in Kailicha. In, you know, and it's a church without walls because it's the top of a tent and no sides. Doesn't mean the building. Doesn't mean the cathedral. The cathedral, the buildings are not the temple of the Holy Spirit. We are. No, we need buildings. Otherwise we wouldn't be going through what we're going through. <laughs> but we are the temple of the Holy Spirit. What happens in a temple? Come and talk to me. What happens in a temple? Worship? Prayer? Come and think, think, think temple. Sacrifices. Offerings. It's what happened in the Old Testament temple, isn't it? It's what happened in Roman temples, Greek temples. So would Paul use the word temple if he didn't mean temple? So we are the place of sacrifice, offering, worship. And I don't mean sacrifice. Some theology says this is the sacrifice we offer. Actually, I thought Paul said in Romans 12 that we offer our bodies as a living sacrifice. That's the temple sacrifice, I understand. The sacrifice has been offered once and for all in Jesus. So this helps us to remember that ultimate sacrifice. I'm pointing the communion table now. This helps us to remember that ultimate sacrifice, but we are the ongoing sacrifice. Not that our sacrifice saves us, but we're part of that working out of the reality. And the Holy Spirit dwells in us. 
not to take from us, not like a take well, not like a parasite. Does anybody know the Greek word? I'm not expecting the kids to know this, don't panic. Anybody know the Greek word for Holy Spirit? It's not parasite, it's sight, it's paraclete. Thank you, Toby. It's paraclete. The comforter. The one who comes alongside. Well, if he comes alongside, how comes he dwells in us? So does the Holy Spirit dwell in us or does he come alongside? Yes. It's one of those again. Yes. It's one of those. All the promises are maybe and possibly in Christ, aren't they? No, they are yes and amen. And amen just means let it be. If we could... If we could get hold of the idea that the Holy Spirit, the person of the Holy Spirit, the third person of the Trinity, who is the same as Jesus, is it the Holy Spirit or is it the Spirit of Jesus? Yes. Who sends the Holy Spirit to us? Is it Jesus or the Father? Yes. Because clearly Jesus says he's going to send the Holy Spirit and then he tells us the Father's going to send the Holy Spirit as well. He's contradicting himself. No, he's not. Because he, the Father, and the Son, and the Spirit are one. So if the Spirit dwells in you, who else dwells in you? Jesus. Jesus. And who else dwells in you? Father. So can we love as the Father does? Can we serve as Jesus did? Can we sacrifice as Jesus did? Can we do miracles as Jesus did? Can we do the things that the power of the... Have we got it? Have we got it? Most of you are like me. We've mainly got it here. Mainly got it here. Those of you not looking up, I'm pointing at my head. Sometimes we get it in the practice. But the more we can go from head to heart to do, the more we manifest the truth that we are the temple of the Holy Spirit. When you think of the temple of the Holy Spirit, please don't think about lice. Or tapeworms. Or balloons. Oh, that's not quite so bad. How you go on being filled with the Holy Spirit with a balloon, I've decided the analogy's lost it a bit there, but no. Say that again. It's like a hot air balloon, so you keep blowing it up. Yeah. Hot, if you go in a hot air balloon, it's, it's open underneath, isn't it? And the heat goes up and the air keeps rising. It's like fire. Like the Holy Spirit. And, and wind, like the Holy Spirit. Just make sure there's no water around. <laughs> you are the temple of the Holy Spirit. You are the wonderful temple of the Holy Spirit. Go on. Turn to the person next to you and say, You are the temple of the Holy Spirit. The temple of the Holy Spirit. Now the person behind you. 